Welcome to Date Speeding, a podcast about the online dating experience, being single, and how to navigate the best way you can. I'm the Reverend Rich Hugh, and this week we'll be talking about the perfect penis picture. Let us pray. Today we'll be talking about one of the most common courting rituals in the online dating experience, the self-penis picture. If you've ever tried to send a picture of your penis and have met mixed results, this podcast will help you in the future get the best results possible. The first tip we're going to start with is to use an actual digital camera. Now, I know a lot of the times you're on the run. Let's say you're in the bathroom at a McDonald's or on the bus or just laying in bed with the lights off, texting the girl of your dreams. You may just want to take the phone you're using and snap a picture right there. I mean, it makes sense. But what you should really do is have a cache of penis pictures waiting for that special moment when you're ready to send one. So, do a photo session and take your digital camera. These days, it's very easy to get pictures that were not taken with your phone onto your phone. Now, while my recommendation is to have some pre-taken penis pictures, I definitely don't recommend keeping them on your phone at all times. You don't want them in the cloud. You don't want them in the photo stream. You don't want to be swiping through your photos at dinner trying to show somebody something funny that you saw at the market that you snapped a picture of and suddenly come across your beautifully composed penis photos. But you do want them accessible at a moment's notice if the time arises when you get to send your penis photo. My recommendation is to have an online email account. Create a free dedicated email address from Hotmail or Google or Yahoo that is solely to save your penis pictures. Email yourself the photos and save them there. Only use it for these penis pictures, or perhaps when you need to give an email address when you're at the grocery store. Then, when the moment arises and you're texting your partner getting hot and heavy ready to send a photo, download them at that time. If you're using an iPhone, before you go get your pictures, head for your phone settings and look for the section called iCloud, and then search for the section that says Photos. Turn off your photo stream. It is essential that you turn off the photo stream before you download these photos, otherwise they'll instantly go up to your photo stream, and even if you delete them from your phone and delete them from your photo stream, they still were out there somewhere and might have synced with another phone you have, an iPad you have, your laptop, or who knows where else. Don't let them get on the stream at all. If you don't let them on the stream in the first place, you won't run into them again unexpectedly in the future. My guess, though, is that if you get hacked and someone steals pictures of your penis, you'll be happy because you've taken such spectacular pictures of your penis, you'll want them out there for everyone to see. Yes, that is my penis. Isn't it something? Now, if you don't have a digital camera, and you do have to use your iPhone, and I know, it is easier to use the iPhone, here's a couple tips to get the best picture possible using your iPhone, and with your digital camera as well. A lot of these tips are universal. We'll just assume you're using your iPhone to take your picture though you can adjust some of these tips accordingly using your digital camera. One of the easiest pitfalls to fall into, and the trickiest to get right, is lighting. Lighting is a crucial element to getting a good penis picture. The best time to take a photograph is during the late afternoon sunlight. If you can get that magic hour time, your penis will look fantastic. What you don't want is for it to be too bright or too dark. 
If it's too bright, it gets washed out, and if it's too dark, everything looks kind of orange. Try your best to not use the flash. If you do end up having to use a flash on your iPhone, take the case off of the phone prior to taking the photo. Go ahead and try it now in a darkened room. You don't have to take a picture of your penis. It can be a picture of your shoelace. But if you're using an iPhone, or any type of smartphone, removing the case when taking a flash photo produces a better picture. It's true. If you'd like a good, crisp, clear picture of your penis, the late afternoon sunlight is perfect. Although oftentimes I will recommend early on to try to make your first pick blurry. Or at least a little bit blurry. This gives the viewer a sense of movement, as if your penis was suddenly caught unawares, walking out of a restaurant, snapped by the paparazzi. It gives a sense of excitement and urgency to your penis, and a desire to see more. Now that you've got the right light and which equipment you're using, it's time to actually set up the process of taking the photo. The best solution is to use a timer. That way you can check back and look and see everything that's going on in the view screen prior to the snap happening. Most phones these days come with a timer on the actual camera application, or you can download a timer app. Obviously, the biggest benefit of using a timer is that it leaves your hands free. And, as I'll mention later, you are going to want to have your dominant hand in the photo with your penis. For example, if you're right-handed, you're going to want to be holding onto your penis with your right hand. It gets a little complicated, but the purpose of this podcast is to smooth it out to make it as enjoyable for you as it is for the person receiving your photo. The other benefit of a timer is that you could put the camera just about anywhere. You're not limited by the length of your arm. If you don't have a timer and don't have patience, if you're using your phone, plug your headset into the phone, and you can take a picture using the button on your headset. Now, another common mistake that many people do when they're taking a picture of their penis is they do it directly in front or from face down, as if they're holding the camera up and it's shooting down on their penis, or holding it directly in front of the penis and shooting towards their stomach. You don't want to do any of this. The best type of penis picture is just the penis itself. You want to avoid as much as possible your balls, the insides of your legs, which are hairy and kind of disgusting, your belly button and stomach, and especially don't want to see your chest and your boobs. That's right, your boobs. Now you might have a spectacular six-pack and abs that you've worked out at the gym for a long, long time. Accentuate those in their own photos. This is a picture of your penis. Don't want to distract. I recommend that you keep your pants on or your underwear on and especially be wearing a shirt. In fact, it's a pretty good idea to have a stash of pictures of your penis with your clothes on. Get yourself good and hard and push the fabric around your penis on your pants and snap a photo of the outline of it. Or just unzip your pants and with your underwear there, scrunch the fabric around the edges of the penis, then pull the elastic down and have the tip of it stick out. These are temptation photos. Think of it like a woman wearing a tight top or a bra. Sometimes that can be just as appealing as seeing her without her clothes on at all. Keeping your pants on and just having an unzipped while taking your penis photo will solve a lot of problems. You can get dashes of color in there. It gives perspective to your penis, and it gives your penis a familiar setting. 
A colored egg in an Easter basket looks more appealing than a colored egg sitting on a shelf in a refrigerator. So the best angle is from the side. What you want to have is the camera propped up on the left-hand side of your body if you're right-handed, or the right-hand side of the body if you're left-handed. Now you may wonder, why is this important? Go ahead and wonder that for a little bit. I'll tell you why it's important. A lot of what makes a penis picture work best is the idea of scale. Now again, if you're shooting down your body at your penis, you're getting a lot of your chest and your boobs there. Not good. Not attractive, and also disrupts the scale. You'll also see your feet down below, which is no good at all. If you do it straight on, you're also not getting any scale because the wideness of your body is going to make the penis look smaller. The thing you want to do is grasp onto your penis with your dominant hand. That is the hand you write with. And you want to hold it as low as possible. Make a fist right now and turn it upside down so you're not looking at your thumb, but the side of your fist where your pinky is. That part of your hand should be on your balls. In fact, that part of your hand should be pressing down on your balls, within reason, not hurting yourself. The grip you want is the same grip you have when you come when you're jerking off, as far down on your shaft as possible. Two, it gives your penis the scale it needs. Think of it like putting a candle in a coffee mug. You know about the size of a coffee mug, and you could tell by looking at the photo just how large the candle was sticking out of the top of it. If you burn a little bit of the candle and it goes down, you can tell how much candle is left before it burns down into the coffee mug. Your fist is the coffee mug, and your prick is the candle. And anyone looking at the photo can make their own fist and think, Wow, look at how much more cock there is. They'll assume that what's in your fist is all cock, and extend everything that comes above it as even more cock. Which is true. It's all about scale. So, now we're all set. We have the perfect lighting and afternoon sun, or, if it's nighttime, some indirect lighting from an incandescent bulb. The camera is located on the side of your recessive hand, that is, the hand you don't use to write with. You're grasping your penis with your right hand, and the timer is set to go. What could possibly go wrong? Well, two things can go wrong, and both of these things are going to mar your experience. The first is that you want to have the hardest hard-on possible when you take your picture. If you take too long messing around with settings and lightings and timers, by the time you're ready to take the picture, you're not horny at all. So what happens? You overcompensate. You think about the person that you want to send your photo to, and you start stroking yourself, or just the very act of grasping onto your penis while you're taking the picture turns you on so much that you ejaculate. And you never want to do that when you're taking a penis picture, unless, of course, you're taking a video of that happening. But in general, you don't want that to happen, because you're going to have to wait at least 20 minutes, depending on your age, to get another erection. So what do you do? How do you keep yourself rock hard long enough to get the picture, but not too turned on that you come? Well, there is no great answer, but the best answer is that it's really a trial and error. Figure out the steps that work best for you, although there are some ideas you can do to help. The easiest trick that you may never think of is to do this when you really have to pee. The need to pee keeps your penis hard. The common joke about morning wood is that you wake up in the morning horny. That's not entirely true. Pay attention next time you wake up in the morning with a raging hard-on. Odds are you really have to pee. 
If you have a male dog, you'll notice this as well. Lots of times male dogs with huge hard-ons really need to be taken outside to take a leak. Odds are you've had some beers already before you've decided to take your penis picture. So, wait a little bit to set everything up and wait until you have to pee really badly. Then, think about the person you're going to be sending your photo to, or if that's not working, use some external stimulation, like pornography or a picture from a Japanese comic book. Let yourself get hard naturally. Don't use your hand, because again, that might cause ejaculation. The ideal situation is that your penis is standing straight up all by itself without any help. Then, when ready to take the photo, you simply wrap your hand around it, and you're not actually holding the penis up, although sometimes that's necessary as well. You also should be laying down on your back, preferably on a couch, because that has a background. Unless your bed is pushed up against the wall, you usually don't have anything behind you except maybe your dresser, or some clothes, or posters of the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. These are all distractions from the penis. Lay on your couch with a neutral background. The second reason you don't want to ejaculate is that if you do, you realize how ridiculous this whole process is and you'll stop doing it. Then when the moment comes when you're texting your lover, you won't have these penis pictures to send them and you'll be scrambling at that point and end up sending something that is undesirable. My hope with these tips is that you don't do that. Now I realize not everybody has a tripod or a steady chair to set the camera on, and it may just be unavoidable to get other parts of your body in the photograph. If this is the case, I recommend that you keep your pants on, or your underwear on, and especially be wearing a shirt. In fact, it's a pretty good idea to have a stash of pictures of your penis with your clothes on. Get yourself good and hard and push the fabric around your penis on your pants and snap a photo of the outline of it. Or just unzip your pants and with your underwear there, scrunch the fabric around the edges of the penis and then pull the elastic down and have the tip of it stick out. These are temptation photos. Think of it like a woman wearing a tight top or a bra. Sometimes that can be just as appealing as seeing her without her clothes on at all. Keeping your pants on and just having an unzipped while taking your penis photo will solve a lot of problems. You can get dashes of color in there. It gives perspective to your penis. And it gives your penis a familiar setting. A colored egg in an Easter basket looks more appealing than a colored egg sitting on a shelf in a refrigerator. This brings us to possibly the most important lesson I'm going to talk about in this entire podcast, which is when should you send a penis picture? The truth is, there's two different answers to that question. If you're gay, do it whenever you want. If you're courting a woman, the rules are a little hazier. If you're unsure, the answer is never. If you're relatively sure, the answer is never. If you have a pretty good idea, the answer is never. And if someone asks you to, the answer is then you send a penis picture. See, the main psychology that is going on with a picture of your penis is not that someone is interested in seeing your penis, it's that you're interested in showing it off. Think about watching a football game when somebody spikes the ball and then does a little dance and then shuffles and then jumps up into the crowd and so on and so on. It starts to get a little annoying. There's even a word for it. It's called showboating. I'm sure you don't like seeing somebody who's a showboater. You don't want to be a showboater yourself. Or should I say, a show boner? But okay, 
Let's say you're just so excited to share your penis that you want somebody to see it right now. That you feel this is the best way to get that woman excited. In a perfect world, a text conversation where you send a penis picture will go like this. You receive a text from a woman who says, I would love to see a picture of your penis. Text me one right now. And while this does happen, it probably doesn't happen as frequently as you would like if you're the type of person who has waited for afternoon sunlight, set a timer on your digital camera, waited till you've had a lot to drink and are dying to pee and are laying on your couch gripping onto your penis. Now, oftentimes the person you're flirting with isn't just going to come right out and say what they want, because who knows, she might not be sure that's what you really want to do. She probably knows, because every guy wants to do this, but... Perhaps she thinks maybe you're a nice guy and you might not be willing to do so. An easy way to test the waters is to make a joke about sending a penis picture. Something like, it's not like I'm going to send you a picture of my penis or anything, lol. But even that's too heavy. Based on the context of the conversation, it's always a good idea to throw out a double entendre to see if she takes the bait. A double entendre, as we all know, is a statement that could go either way. It could have two meanings. For example, I'm having a really hard night. If you text that to a girl and she writes back, oh dear, that's not very helpful. Now sometimes the response is unclear as well. Tell me about it, she may say. That leaves the door open for an innocent response or a naughty response. A good response is, it just keeps getting harder and harder. This again could go either way, and you could play it off by saying how difficult your day was, but it also opens the door for her to start talking about your penis. Once the conversation has explicitly turned sexual, and she is on the same page as you are, you could say something like, it would be easier to show you, lol. Now this again is where you don't want to be too forceful. If she writes back, send me a picture of your penis, perfect. But if she does not, a good move is to say that you've never done it before, or that you've done it once before and it was really embarrassing. That then directs the conversation about the act of actually doing it, instead of it being about your penis. And this is a crucial distinction. The conversation should be about sending the photo, not about what the photo is. I mean, yes, the content of the photo is what you're discussing, but you should be discussing your feelings about it or the process of it, so that eventually in the conversation it becomes vitally clear that she is actually asking for this photo to come along. Then, and only then, send one of the blurry photos you've taken. Remember, like the ones we talked about earlier that looks like a candid paparazzi shot outside of a swanky restaurant. Ideally, her response will be enthusiastic, and she may ask for a clearer photo, at which point you can send her a different one. But before you do, see if she'll send you a picture of her tits. Let's recap. Do your best to use a digital camera on a timer. If a digital camera is not available and you're going to use your iPhone, plug your headset in and use the button on the headset to activate the shutter. Use your couch or sofa as a shooting location and try to use natural light. Keep your shirt on and your pants on. And if you do decide to take your penis photo naked, do not let your balls be seen, the sides of your legs or your stomach. Lay on your back and position the camera to the side of you and grasp onto the bottom of your penis with your hand. Turn off the photo stream on your phone. Get a couple blurry photos, get a couple clear photos. 
and get it all done before you come. Create a new free online email account and email yourself the photos. And don't use that email for anything else. Delete them from your phone and download them when you're ready to use them. Finally, most importantly, only send the photo if you're asked to. I cannot stress enough how important that is and how you need to know that ahead of time. Write it on post-it notes and put it around your house. Do not send a penis picture unless I'm asked. Maybe make it your wallpaper on your phone. Whatever you need to do to remind yourself, make sure you do it ahead of time and are aware of it well ahead of time. Because when you're turned on and texting sexy talk to your partner, you're not going to be thinking straight. Follow all these simple rules and I guarantee you, the next time you text someone a picture of your penis will be the best time you've texted a picture of your penis. Amen. Thanks for listening to this, the first date speeding podcast. My name again is the Reverend Rich Hugh. If you have any questions or ideas for upcoming podcasts, I'd love to hear from you. You can email your questions to info at datespeeding.com or datespeeding at yahoo.com. We also have a Facebook page, a Twitter page, and an Instagram feed that's just getting started. So please like and follow now, and we'll start getting content up as soon as possible. Let me know you're out there. Thanks, and keep date speeding.